Hey everybody, this is Matthew Soltisiak and you're listening to Not The Same Old Lions Podcast. Using my sports casting background, I speak with a variety of guests and interview key players to gain more insight on what makes this team go. As the Detroit Lions enter a new gritty era, we'll look beyond just the kneecaps when it comes to the analysis. Welcome to another episode. Today, we're going to take a look at some of the rumors surrounding the Lions, the football combines, and other news that might be impacting Detroit. I'm joined by Coach Jerry Angers, named Michigan High School Coach of the Year, as well as Coach of the Week by the Detroit Lions. He's also mentored numerous players to the college level and some all the way to the NFL. Good to have you here, Coach. Great to be here, Matt. Well, let's start with these rumors we keep hearing. It's that time of year that it's rumor central. Everyone and their brother is talking about things. The first name I keep hearing all the time is Lamar. Jackson. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, you know, he's he's uh, under contract. He's his contract's up, so he's right. going to become a free agent or franchise um, with Baltimore. But a lot of fans keep saying, "Hey, the Lions could trade multiple picks and get Lamar Jackson right. and send Jared yeah. Goff there." What are your thoughts on this? I thought? think it's. I mean, it's funny. I mean, you do, and it, you know, people are going to stir things up so they can, you know, get their Twitter accounts to light up and things like that. I mean, that's the big one. Yeah, the one I saw the other day was uh, Jared Goff, three first round draft picks for Lamar Jackson. Okay, which would be great. We're trying to build a program here. Exactly. And now we're going to get away some picks, right? Right. So that's the one that's yeah. like so far out in left field. Yeah. I agree with you. People are just trying yeah. to get clicks on things. Sure. That's one of those ones that you almost don't even want to warrant it, right. but you just keep seeing it over and over that you're like, yeah. okay. This isn't happening. Yeah, yeah. Will Lamar Jackson go to a different team? That could happen. Sure. Is that team going to be Detroit? Yeah. No. No. I not happening. No, I totally agree with you. I mean, that's funny. <laughs> Drive right. it up. Let's make that. Let's make those uh, my tweets look good and stir up rumors. Right. That's exactly. what we do. So. So the other one we hear is Jalen Ramsey, mm-hmm. and this is the name you brought his name up. You know, a couple weeks ago even, and it <clears> keeps <throat> coming up. I mean, I'm on Ross St. Brown was recently trying to recruit him to Detroit. Yeah. He, he sent something back, kind of nice, fun and games. Micah Parsons from the Cowboys even weighed in. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of fun. But um, what are your thoughts on the Jalen Ramsey rumors? Well, again, I mean, you know, is Jalen Ramsey going to come here? You know, he's probably going to have to take a pay cut. Um, I, you know, I mean, we're, we're trying to build, you know, they're trying to build a program here and, and, and get depth within it. it. Would he be a great fit for us? I think so. Would he Would he be a great leader for us and help our DBs, our younger DBs? I think so. But, you know, what's the cost in the end? I mean, it's the Lamar Jackson thing, right? Right. I think the cost is exactly it. J- yeah. Jalen Ramsey set to make $17 million yeah. this year. Only Darius Slay has a bigger contract than uh, him. Yeah. And uh, at some point, you're going to have to pay some guys some more money, and sure. that makes sense. But you don't trade for a very expensive player and give up draft picks yeah. if you're trying to build something. Right. And I agree. And I mean, well, and, and again, we've, you know, we've, uh, you know, Holmes has done a great job with, with, the lower part of the draft order, and and you know let them let them develop some of those guys. We do still do have some young bodies in there, but you're right. I mean, you know, you you hey, if we get Ramsey and Lamar Jackson, we just lost <laughs> half our team. I mean, right? I oh, mean, yeah. you know, and plus where, where's our where's our uh, our salary cap? You know, exactly. So, but anyways. I would love Jalen Ramsey on our team. Oh, Make heartbeat. no mistake. Mm-hmm. Would I want a high? salaried person and giving up some high draft picks to make that happen? Yeah, no. Yeah. I would rather have the Lions go after like Jamel Dean from Tampa mm-hmm. or even James Bradbury from Philadelphia. Yeah. Right? They might not be quite at the high same yeah. peak as Ramsey, but they wouldn't cost quite as much. No. And they wouldn't cost draft picks. And they would be very solid right. starters on our defense. Well, Brad Bradbury, I believe, has had over a thousand snaps and hasn't missed any time. 
if yeah. I think I was reading on that with and again those are those are the ones hey and I think that's what the Lions are going to look at too you know and and again well yeah will we take Ramsey sure in a heartbeat come right. on come on we you take know? those other guys too yeah. and I don't want to count anything out I mean yeah. we'll count Lamar Jackson out but yeah. Yeah. will I count Ramsey or even these other guys out no because you know the Lions they have made splash moves in yes. the past last year I was hoping we would get a, a an upgrade at wide receiver right. and I thought DJ Shark was not even a an opportunity, right. like even a possibility. <clears throat> and we got him. You know, his season didn't go the way he or anybody would have wanted, but it finished strong right. and, and, and able to get him was great. And who was thinking the Lions were going to trade up and get Jamison Williams last year when right. they were watching that draft? Yeah, none of us. So, so Holmes will make that splash move, <laughs> but it's got to be the right splash move. <laughs> yeah, I told you, yeah, that's, that's a great call on that. And, and, you know, we're getting into a situation now where we can start adding bodies and letting some of the guys, you know, and again, again if, we, if we have to go to the young corner, we go to the young corner and we just get our, make our defense line that much better. You know, we talked about that before. So I agree. He's going to make his splashes and he's not going to hurt the team making those splashes. He's only going to help it. And, exactly. <laughs> so let's go, let's go across Lake Michigan. Because rumors are, are going everywhere with the Green Bay Packers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, not a rumor. Or Aaron Jones, not a rumor. Right. He took a $5 million pay cut mm-hmm. to stay with the team. So they're going to keep Saw Aaron that. Jones from the yep. But Aaron Rodgers' rumors, they're going left and right and everywhere right. in between. What are your thoughts on the Aaron Rodgers rumors? I've got a couple of my own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we probably are going to agree on most of it. But, you know, I think he's over... Overworked his welcome, or over overworked his power, overworked his uh, athleticism. Um, I, I, I'm sure there there's going to be some frustration amongst the you know amongst the higher echelon of the you know the GMs and the presidents and the coach. You know you watch things on the sidelines uh, with him and uh, Matt Lafleur on the sidelines, and there's some of those were not pleasant during the Lions game. I right. watched it. You know it's it's uh, and so I think those are some things you're going to do. Is it, uh, it can he bring them to a Super Bowl? And is he in the right frame in the mind to do it, or is he better to go off to somebody else? I mean, do you agree with that? Is that what you're thinking, or what do I you? Am. I think that the, the things around are the rumors. Where might he go? Might he stay? Might he retire? Well, the biggest argument I've heard against retirement is Tom Brady just retired. Right. Aaron Rodgers is going to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go into the Hall of Fame the same year as Tom Brady? Right. Probably not. You yeah. want to be at the yeah. same. You want your own ceremony. You, yeah. want, you don't want to be number two to Brady. Yeah. Um, I think one of two options. I think he stays with the Packers, mm-hmm. or. I think the New York Jets are the team that makes the strongest push. They make the most sense. And I think that's the most logical destination if he leaves Green Bay. But back to what you said, you kind of get the feeling that Green Bay is ready to move on. Yeah, It's a little different than Brett Favre, but it's still the same. Sure. They were ready to move on because Brett Favre was a little wishy-washy those last couple right, of years. Right. And they were ready to say, okay, we're time to go forward. Yeah. So they might be in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to save, you know, if they do move on from him, you know, what the weather love, of course, he's not going to be, he's not going to be Aaron Rodgers, but you're going to save a lot of money to put a lot of receivers on the field to help the young guy out. They, they would say, yeah. help their salary cap a ton. Yeah. And I think all Lions fans are hoping Please don't give them their third Hall of Fame quarterback in a row. Exactly. Yeah, good call. Well, let's move on over to the Combines, because mm-hmm. the HBCU Combine took place recently, mm-hmm. and the NFL Combine's coming up. 
Now, fans watch some of this stuff on TV, kind of like the Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, but going there in person is a whole different experience. And you were down in Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl. How is the experience for an event like this, not a game, but uh, um, an event leading up to a game and or just a workout, how is that different attending it in person? I mean, it's pretty cool. You know, that's one of the things we talked about seeing those guys doing their doing their part, um, you know, and to play one more game. You know, let's go to the Senior Bowl. We talked about that. So, you know, they get, they're getting the individual workouts. They're watching them in drill work. Then, of course, they go into, into a game. You know, and, of course, in the drill work, there's a lot of one-on-ones and stuff like that where they're working against each other. The combine, on the other hand, is they're in tight shorts and they're seeing how fast they are and, and, how, and how strong they are. And, of course, you know, the biggest thing with the, with the you know, and I saw at the Senior Bowl, the Senior Bowl, all the scouts are there. You know, and there's a few head coaches there. I mean, I talked to a few of the and some D coordinators there. You know, Wink Martindale, and 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 you know, I talked to him a little bit. And so you're going to see those guys. But then at the combine, it's more of the upper brass, the Brett Holmes and the Dan Campbells and the coaching staff are going to be there because at home they can watch everything. You know, the the scouting staff and stuff can watch everything at home from the combine, and those guys are there basically for. Um, questions and answers. So you got the GMs, the yes. head coaches, they're kind of looking maybe for that culture fit. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. I was say, obviously, as you kind of mentioned, the NFL, they measure everything at these combines. They're looking at speed, to strength, to accuracy. And as you mentioned, they have a ton of interviews. So it's not just the scouts that are there looking at things. It's the GMs and the head coaches. Mm-hmm. What are they looking for? Well, and I think that's the thing is, you know, and again, certain teams do it each way. They all have their, their way of doing it. But, you know, they're looking for that, that guy that, hey, we watched him on film. He's a great you know, he's a great linebacker. He's a great cornerback. Um, but how does he, when we put him through or answer these questions or have an interview for him, what's his MO? You know, what's he leading? Is he a team player? Or is he an individual coming to a team? You know, we saw that in the draft last year. You know, we don't need to talk about that. But, you know, and so that's what I think they're looking for in those, in those situations, Matt, is, is they know what the guy can do on the field because they got film on him. They know what the yeah. guy can do on the field because now they're watching him run. Is he a true 4-5? Is he a true 4-4-5? Four, four, you know, how does he break? How's his uh, breaks on, on uh, receiving? How's his linebackers? Is he coming downhill? Does he compete? He's a running back. He fumbled the ball. Did he continue to run to the end zone? You know, there's a lot of things going on right there. It's the final final touch and they're getting their evaluation part on that so from that uh, standpoint I mean you know do you think that um, you know going back forth do you think that the combine is more important than the bowl games and vice versa well, I don't know that I'm going to say it's more important, but like right. you said, it's different. It's, it's important for a different reason because I think this is where you could argue Brad Holmes has made his money, right? He, he identifies those people. He found Amon Ross St. Brown. He knew he was there. And somehow, this is the thing everyone says, well, he got him late. My question is, how did Holmes know other teams weren't going to draft him earlier. I don't care if you can recognize talent and grab it in the sixth round or the yeah. fifth round because you thought it was a second round talent. Right. How did you know that other teams didn't see that talent? <laughs> and that's the magic part of it. I think, you know, we saw James Houston. He came out of, was it Jackson State? Jackson State, yeah. And so yep. that's another perfect example of a lot of people overlook this guy, but Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, they identify right. these people. Right. So I think there's going to be a lot of exciting things to, to look at uh, when it comes to the combines. Mm-hmm. 
And it's great. I mean, you, you look at it, you know, everybody's rating them. PFF's got them all rated, you know, whether it's a free agent guy or whether it's a draft guy. And so, you know, and again, it's an, it's an eyeball test. You know, that's what those coaches are there for in Annapolis. It's an eyeball test. Right, because we all know there's yeah. no 100% guarantee coming out of college that right. things transfer over. Yep. We, we've seen it so many times. It's an in, inexact science. Mm-hmm. That, yep, that's great. Oh, I like that one, inexact, yep. And let's just pick it and hope it works. <laughs> right. I like it. So it'll be interesting. We'll keep our eye on the combine as that's coming up. So let's let's end with one more report that's just come out recently, and that's about Calvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Is that he and the Lions, their relationship is starting to mend. Mm-hmm. The, it's starting to thaw out, the separation. Um, what are, it's really encouraging to me. What are your thoughts on that? I, look at, I mean, look at how good he, Megatron. You know, that's all you need to say. And I, and I think that's. That's showing you. What's the name of your show again? It's not the same old Lions. Not the well, same old Lions. Barry Sanders is involved. Chris Spielman is involved. Megatron is involved. Lomas Brown is involved. You know, you're talking about the guys that that are huge names, Pro Bowl players, or, or in Lomas' case, a Super Bowl winner with another team. And they're coming back because they're going, I want to be a part of what Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, Rod Wood, and the rest of them are putting together. And that's why we're running this show. Well, and I think it's also really important for the Alliance organization to make this happen. I I remember when Barry Sanders retired, right? And there were some issues there, and the relationship wasn't super cozy. I was at his uh, Barry Sanders Hall of Fame induction um, down in Ohio. And while it was attended well by Lions fans, I don't know that it was the same fanfare it could have been if he had had a better relationship with the Lions at the time. It took some time. But he was able to come back. They were able to make men's. And now you see Barry Sanders involved. And that's a win-win for everybody. The organization, the fans, yep. for Barry Sanders, yep. we love it. And I think Lions fans are just excited to see Megatron coming yep. back because he does have something he can give to us mm-hmm. and provide. And he's mm-hmm. got a lot of value. He has had tons of experience. He can provide that to players on the field and or just continue to help build as an ambassador to the Detroit Lions. Oh, I totally agree. And, I, you know, and again, you're looking at probably one of the best receivers, if not the best receivers of all time. Uh, there's so many kids who are in the backyard saying, I'm Megatron. No, I'm Megatron. And and I think that's one of the things that it's going to help uh, build a relationship back. It's going to help him walking in the building. It's going to help these new, young receivers, old receivers, any receivers that are going, man, I'm, I'm with the Lions. I want to meet Megatron. And why wouldn't you want not want to meet him? So, And, you know, Calvin Johnson can also share how he grew from a rookie to a second year to a third year. Yeah. And he can help a lot of these young yeah. guys. Yep. Even Amon Ross St. Brown and Jamison Williams because mm-hmm. Megatron lived through that. We saw him change a lot yeah. when some other players came into Detroit as well. So I think that experience is going to be great for the young receiving core and uh, a lot of the players that come into the yep. building. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. And I, it, it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch it. Plus, it's uh, there's still there's still fans out there that are going to come just to see him standing on the sidelines. That is true as well. Yep. Well, folks, we're also going to be monitoring the franchise tag as we move towards free agency, and that gets closer. There's a number of running backs that could fall into this category, so it'll be interesting to see if any of those running backs do get franchised. We, of course, have Jamal Williams as a running back who's a free agent. There's also going to be some possible quarterback changes with other teams. We'll look at those because that could also affect the top of the NFL draft, mm-hmm. and that could affect the Lions options at number six. Now, we don't think the Lions are going to necessarily draft a quarterback at six, but there could be some trade-up parts. There's going to be a lot of things to look at for there. So we'll keep our eye on that as well. Coach, great having you on the show as always as we analyze the Detroit Lions. 
Love it. Again, uh, anytime we can talk about the Honolulu Blue and there's no football. Well, there is football on, though. We got the XFL, <laughs> USFL, PFL. We got everything. I mean, it's awesome. So I love it. There's so many so many games out there to watch right now. And, of course, uh, you know, we can we got rewinds, you know, reruns, too. So. Yeah, we can watch some of those old games. Love yeah. watching that Lions-Packers game, both of them this year. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, folks. Well, hey, thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe to Not the Same Old Lions podcast to get alerts about new episodes. And also follow me on Twitter at Matt Soltesiak. And until next time, stay gritty, my friends. Thank you.